let's talk about something fun. FreeBSD's port system comes to mind. The FreeBSD port system is a package management system, and a FreeBSD user uses it in tandem with packages to install, remove, and otherwise manage software on their computer. The port system installs software from source, applying the patches that make the software viable in FreeBSD, while the alternative packages gives the user the option of installing using a precompiled binary. If you're unfamiliar with the various BSDs, but ports sounds familiar, remember that Gentoo's portage was based upon FreeBSD's port system. So let's look at a thumbnail sketch of FreeBSD's port system by installing a piece of software, and then let's look at what is happening with an eye towards the details. First, on FreeBSD, it's a good idea to have already obtained the port's collection. The simplest way is during initial installation. When installing FreeBSD, you might be asked if you want to get the FreeBSD ports collection, and it's a good idea to answer yes. Simply put, you'll then have a series of directories in slash usr slash ports that will contain the make files, description files, and other miscellaneous things that make this such a usable system. And let's say you've got a fresh installation of FreeBSD and you're in the terminal. As a side note, you'll notice that the command line is slightly different than what you're used to. If you type echo dollar sign shell, shell being in all caps of course, you'll see that instead of bash, your default shell in FreeBSD is called TCSH. This is the Tenix C shell, and has a somewhat similar relationship with the original C shell, as Bash does with the original Born shell. It might not feel entirely the same, but you can rest assured that it has all the features, such as command completion, that you've come to expect from a thoroughly modern shell. So, you're in the shell and you want to install an application using FreeBSD's port system. Since I already know that it's a small application and it'll compile very simply and quickly, I'll use Sudoku as an example. Sudoku is a program that, as you can expect, allows you to play a game of Sudoku right there in the shell using incurses. It's a nice little diversion and most importantly, it'll compile quickly. A good method for installing an app in FreeBSD is first to do a where is on the application. So I type where is Sudoku in the prompt and I'm told that it's in the slash usr slash port slash game slash Sudoku directory. So I navigate there, typing cd slash usr slash port slash game slash sudoku into the prompt. While in that directory, if I list its contents, I'll see files such as makefile with a capital M, dist info, package description, and package plist. I'll also see a directory called files. Let's get back to installing sudoku. First, while in the same directory, I type make. Then I'm given some output. Then I'm returned to the shell. I type make install. Again, I wait a while, during which the terminal spits out some text. Eventually, things settle down, and I type make clean. I've now installed Sudoku, and if I type Sudoku into the terminal, I'm presented with the familiar 9x9 grid of squares that catches the eye of any long-time Sudoku player. So what exactly happened there? Let's go over installing an application via ports in FreeBSD, but let's place some emphasis on the details. I don't want to use Sudoku as an example again, since it's already on the system. But, I mentioned that the default shell was TCSH, or the Tenex C shell. Maybe I'm stuck in my ways, but I'm used to bash, and I'd like to run it as my shell. However, typing bash does nothing. Because, by default, bash is not installed on a fresh FreeBSD system. Well, let's remedy that. First, I'll do a where is bash. And I'm told that the only location bash has on this system is in the slash usr slash ports slash shell slash bash directory. I navigate on over to that directory by typing, of course, cd slash usr slash port slash shell slash bash. 
take note how nicely the port's categories are organized by logical groups. Games in one directory, text editors in yet another, shells in yet another. It's another happy little fact that makes FreeBSD worth your attention. Well enough. I see that I'm there in the directory, and I do an ls. I see make file, with a capital M, dist info, files, pkg-d install, pkg-descr for description, pkg-install, pkg-plist. Now this pkg-descr package description is of course a text file which is a description of the package. I'll use the less command to read its contents, and I'm quoting here. <clears throat> this is GNU Bash. Bash is the GNU project's implementation of the POSIX.2 shell spec, but also with interactive command line editing, job control, and architectures that support it, CSH-like features such as history substitution and brace expansion, and a slew of other features. That's a nice verbose description, and it gives the uninitiated a brief little taste of what to expect from things in the BSDs. They typically do have wonderful documentation. So, I'm in this directory and I want to install Bash, which is, as I quoted earlier, the GNU project's implementation of the POSIX.2 shell spec. My first step is typing make into the terminal. Make will fetch source from distant servers by means of FTP, will run checksums, and all the while will be printing to the display. Installing applications via this method is very verbose indeed, and you might want to consider piping the output of the first few times you install applications via ports in FreeBSD to a text file for your later perusal in order for you to learn a bit more about what FreeBSD is doing all in the blink of an eye while you're waiting for your new application to be installed. Anyway, Make is grabbing the source code and compiling it for your system. Make knows where the source code is because of the dist info file, which contains information about where to get the source for the app and the checksums to verify that you're not downloading corrupt or incorrect files to be built. Of course, the file called makefile has information about how that source is to be compiled after you've gotten it. And this is along with where it goes during installation, though that's a little ahead of where we are right now. For something like Bash, depending on both your network speed and your processor speed, this could take some time. But after that time has passed, you'll be returned to the prompt. If you try starting Bash now, of course nothing will happen. You have brand new Bash binaries, but it's not installed on your system. This is the job of the make install command. To anyone who has compiled from source, this will all sound familiar of course, but it's still nice to keep in mind what exactly happens after you type make install. This action moves binaries around and makes them executables that FreeBSD can both use and recognize in your system. After this step, you're done. Try typing bash to the command line, and if all went well, you'll be dropped into a bash session, which you'll notice from the change in appearance your prompt undergoes. And while installation is done, it's still best if you don't stop here. Use the command make clean. You see, it deletes all the working subdirectories and temporary files that are generated during the make and make install process. You want to use make clean in order to keep a maximum of disk space free, and to avoid problems that might occur during updates if those temporary files are still there. Personally, I've never experienced these problems because I always run make clean when I install software via ports, so I can't really describe what exactly those problems are, except that they're most likely messy and not so much fun to deal with. Now if you look at it, this make, make install, and make clean process, you'll realize quite quickly that this is an ingenious and drop-dead simple method of installing applications from source code. And far from being the scary and unfriendly OS that some people advertise it as, FreeBSD can, in fact, be quite user-friendly, quite easy to use, and quite suitable for either the novice or the hobbyist. 
And if you happen to actually be in your first FreeBSD system and you've been following along and have just done your first two application installs via ports, then here's a short list of other programs to install that you most likely don't already have on your system, assuming this is a fresh install of FreeBSD. Vim, my personal favorite text editor, all apologies out to the Emacs people. Wget, which is especially useful when you have a slow internet connection and want to batch download files in your sleep. ZSH, or the Z shell. I think everyone's got to use this at least once in their lives. Fluxbox, and while it's nowhere near the size of KDE or GNOME, it's still a bit of a doozy to install from source, especially considering you'll have to get X. And otherwise, go out there and explore ports. Go to slash user slash port slash games and see what interesting diversions you can find. Navigate over to slash user slash port slash mail and see what email clients and utilities you could make use of. With over 20,000 ports, FreePSD gives you a very wide offering of software to try out and utilize in your day-to-day -day computing experience. All in all, explore. Thank you for listening to Hack Republic Radio. HPR is sponsored by caro.net, so head on over to caro.net for all your hosting needs.